This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Blue Monday Q&A. It's our midweek show. We have no script. We have no running order. We rely entirely on you to set the agenda. So please do so wherever you are watching. We are currently live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. And again, you set the agenda. So please do get involved. We'll see everything coming in in the chat. We want to talk about what you want to talk about. So Get your topics, your questions, your views on where everything lies um, vis-a-vis ITFC um, at the moment. Uh, we may not have a running order or a script, but we do have Joe Fares. Um, always a pleasure, Joe. How are you, my friend? Yeah, good. Yeah, looking forward to the England game tonight. Taking on probably the toughest game in the group, but it's difficult to care too much because we've basically already qualified as it is. <laughs> but still nice to see us go up against probably one of the better teams there and see how we get on. Hype it up, hype it up. Right, get some questions in the chat and I will put them to um, Joe and we will get chit-chatting on everything. Um, we did the show on um, Sunday, Craig and I, Joe, and it, it felt like a bit of a sort of pause for thought, didn't it, after um, a mad couple of years, really, and then a completely insane six months. Do you kind of feel the way I was putting it at the weekend, that it's the first pause for breath after all of this incredible news cycle that's basically happened since February. Yeah, I, when you when you actually sort of spell it out in time, like on this day, we first heard the news this day, that was happening, you realise how much has happened in such a short period of time and how much the club has changed in, like you say, literally just six months from going from drifting under Marcus Evans, probably knowing that Lambert's probably going to be given long enough to waste last season and then 
a change would be made and we'd see where we are come this summer it's it's gone sort of totally full circle and now we are if in a in a totally different position now but the the worrying thing is when you see the results on the pitch this season that how how long does the new regime have to before they start winning games and you look the next three games is Wickham Lincoln Sheffield Wednesday three well, I know Lincoln have to start the season sort of similarly poorly, but you need we we really desperately need that win on Saturday, don't we? Just to calm everyone's nerves, and I'm sure sort of Paul Cook knows that, Mark Ashton knows that, and everyone in the club knows that. But we're just desperate for that win to try and get the sort of train going in the right direction. Um, agreed, agreed. Uh, let's just say hello in the chat to Charlie, Nick, Simon, Tweedy, Kevin. Get the questions in. We've got the first one. Uh, there from Charlie. Do you think any loan signings um, will become permanent? Remind me, Joe. How many are on? How many are on loan? Selena. Um, We've got five at the moment, haven't we? On... So we've got Hayden Coulson, Coulson, Louis Barry, and Christian Walton. So, so that's that's the five. Um, yeah. Go through them one by one. I think there's a chance of Walton, isn't there? Yeah, I think I, I haven't seen it because it doesn't seem like all clubs are as open with regards to contracts. But I think that Christian Walton's contract is up at the end of this season. So there you go. If if we are to go up and he doesn't sign a new deal at any point, then you'd say if he's played forty games for us this season and we get promoted, then you'd say we would be in a pretty strong position to take him on next season. Louis Barry, no chance. He's alone. Is he? No. He, he's, he is just alone. Burst and Selena. I think. I think if we go up, there is a. There's a chance on that one as well it, sort of it's and, and Macaulay Bond I think we'd like to sign him permanently it's just that difficulty of how well does the player do before you if, if he scores 30 goals for us this season we'll probably struggle to get a deal done for him because the money being asked will be mega and someone someone who can pay more wages and bigger fees than us are um is probably going to come along and do, do more for him than we can but Hayden Colson it sounded like as well is a player that we sort of specifically targeted and chased for a long time. And it wouldn't surprise me if he's a player that, especially if Neil Warnock is still in at Middlesbrough, whether he will be, because it doesn't seem like he's his sort of player at all, that I think he'd be one we'd be looking to target on a on a permanent basis as well. So yeah, there's, there's definitely a chance on some of them. I think, yeah, yeah, you're, Gary you're Lovell right, put it there as well. Other than Barry, I think any of them have a chance of a deal dependent on their performance. And I, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you mean. Just on a couple, uh, particularly Coulson and Bon, it feels like the loan's kind of weighted in the interests of the of the loaning club. Where you know, if if he if he does well, oh, okay, we might take another look at him. And um, if he doesn't, why why would Ipswich want to be signing him anyway at the end of it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's always that tough balance to strike for Loney, isn't it? If they if they don't do well enough, you don't want to buy them anyway. If they do too well, you then can't buy them. So it's sort of sitting them in that middle ground. But promotion helps on, on all of these. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bits, how are Bolton doing? Is there a chance we can get a win? Um, there is your Bolton results. 3-3, um, three, three. I think I've missed one off the top there, haven't I? Is there another one there? There must be. There you go. Uh, so two, three, three draws to begin with. So leaky, leaky. Um, away win at Lincoln, but like you said, Joe, they're not doing oh, oh so well. Um, a home win against Oxford, that's a decent result, um, isn't it? Uh, and then the cancellation against Burton, but 
shoved Cambridge in there, defeat. Yeah, well, they actually played Burton on Monday night in the end. Oh, I can see, yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, drew nil-nil. So that was... And they they deserved to win that game. They had a goal disallowed that should never have been disallowed. Should have had a penalty at the end and totally dominated the game. But they they passed the ball about well. And I know it's Ian Everett there who sort of had that Barrow-Salona, they sort of called it, with, with the way they passed the ball out from the back. And it took a long while for him to settle at Bolton. But I think... I said they were seventeenth in January and ended up coming third in the league. So they've been on a been on a long winning run, but it's a lot of one nils. They, they don't concede a well, they didn't concede a huge amount of goals. It was it was based on a sort of strong defence. But obviously they've started this season looking a bit leakier there. But they are a team that is going to probably come in similar to how Milton Keynes did at Portman Road, probably dominate the ball in, in sort of the in areas and be able to play out against the press. But it's just making sure that we can sort of hit them where it hurts when we need to. Um, I think Chris agrees with you there. Can we just um, flip the script here, Chef Groves? When are you feeding me? Um, I'm sure Joe will happily come along as well. But yeah, let us know um, where where you're guesting, and I would I would love to eat seven courses of your food, sir. So let's get that sorted out, please, for all the Blue Monday hosts as well, Chef. Um, do you see Barry playing much this year? This is this area of the squad, Joe, which just seems ridiculously populated now. What are you saying? I mentioned it on the pod a couple of weeks ago, but at, when when you look at things on paper, it doesn't look like he's going to have a huge amount of minutes in him. And it looks like it might end. Like I think if everyone was to sort of make a prediction now, it'd probably be get to January and he'll be sent back having barely played. But I think it's up to him. If if he does get an opportunity, if he scores some goals, like, I think we've got we've got enough quality in those positions that it is going to be a case of just going with the hot hand. Whoever's, whoever's in form is going to stay in the team. So... It's, it's up to him, really. If he if he can come in and come off the bench and score in a couple of games, then I think he'll get his chance. And if he takes it, he'll stay in the team. But look at looking at things at the moment, I'd, I'd I'd be more surprised if it happens than doesn't happen. Put it that way. Is that the one out of the five, Joe, that could get recalled um, with with the break clause if he's just not got on the pitch? I'd, I'd imagine so because. I, when you look at the other ones, like Celina, I don't, th- I don't know when he's going to be fully fit, but I think he's still probably a few Actually, weeks away from that now. Yeah, can I parlay that into what Peter's? But do you think it's likely we won't see Selena for a few weeks? I don't know what the um what the state of play was with him last season and fitness, Joe. Well, it was this. Well, he had this um, sort of like he got a respiratory disease, didn't he, after oh, having COVID or a heart heart disease that they thought was going to be out for a long time. I'm sure he's back in training, but you don't just go from that to 90 minutes week in, week out. But maybe maybe we see him as an impact sub in the first few weeks, similar to when he signed on loan in 2016, <laughs> yeah, right. 17, where he was at 16 or 17, 18, where he um, just played a lot of games, but it took nine or 10 games to get a start in the team. Maybe, maybe we see him sort of 20 minutes sort of at the end of end of games just trying to get himself up to fitness before we see him start. Like I said, I don't think he's going to be someone that's going to come in on day one and be able to play 90 minutes week in, week out. It's just a shame that um, sort of the two big deadline day signings, Selena and Sam Morsi with his suspension. Yeah, right. The players that we see, wow, these amazing signings, they're going to make such a difference. It could be the 1st of October before we see, before we see either of them, which is a real shame. I take it Morsi's suspension still applies to the pizza cup doesn't it that'll get no. a game out of the way does it not no no it's just league oh, so crikey. he can he can play maybe maybe we see him in the pizza cup just to just to get a game he, he has said he's sort of trying to look at the positives of it that it might just be a decent um, 
idea that he can it allows him to settle in for a couple of weeks here, move move his family down and get down here without the pressure of playing games at the weekend. So I'm sure he's just trying to look for a positive win. I'm sure he'd be desperate <laughs> desperate to let him play. Um, Chef Groves actually wants the call from Ashton. There you go, Joe. You're already in the in the corporate eating the nice food. Yeah, he might he might take it up a level like some of our other sign-ins there. Um, Steve might need a paintbrush because that's what he's been asking for at the moment, isn't he? Painting decorators, <laughs> so that that could be his in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Just tell him you can cook after. Um, will Holly be sent out on loan? Maybe Jackson as well. If I mean. Uh, we're going to find out in due course what the salary situation is and what the turnover situation is and exactly how much Ed Sheeran has paid in terms of sponsorship and how heavily front-loaded that is on the first year of the deal. But um, that would be the only reason you'd send them to to cut costs. And I wouldn't have thought Holly's expensive. Um, Jackson, more likely? Well, it's too late now, isn't it? They can't go anywhere till January other than into the non-leagues. And I don't think you'll be sending either of them right. into, into the non-leagues. Yeah, possibly, yeah. But maybe Thomas Holy is going to be, you know, all these teams that sign an emergency goalkeeper on seven-day loans. I think he'll be the go-to guy on that because you get teams in this league that barely have a backup keeper. They just have a a body there paying them buttons because they know that if they need a keeper outside the window they can they can bring one in on loan i think joseph bursick did it about five clubs last season as the yes he did didn't he he was the emergency go-to backup keeper so maybe thomas holy will be that this year because i'd say he's the third choice keeper now which is crazy really when you see his record um (laughs) i'm gonna give an alan partridge answer to this when, in your honest opinion, can you see the Tannoy system in the North Stand getting fixed? Remember, Tannoy is a brand. It's a public address system uh, bits. But I think, and um, I'll put Gary's question up there as well, uh, what other plans on improvements are. I think these things will happen very gradually. I must say, I'm a bit anal about, I'm, I'm the guy that sits in a restaurant and tells my missus which speakers, tweeters are broken, all that, and football grounds. Leeds is the worst. Like, I swear, every cone in every speaker is distorted. But you would think um, all of this stuff is going to um, work itself out soon. And things like that will be done, won't they? Well, they sent a questionnaire about the Tannoy system out after after the first game. And someone's mentioned that he mentioned it in the Kings of Anglia podcast. I think James has mentioned that. But I, I have listened to that podcast, but I can't remember exactly what he said about it. But it is something that... As like a lot of things at Portman Road desperately need sorting, but it seems like the the big thing they want to do is the pitch at the end of the at the end of the season. But there was a there was a talk. I think it was in one of the EADT articles that they've done a sort of computer system upgrade, an IT upgrade, and that that upgrade would have been the third most expensive signing of the Mick McCarthy era at Ipswich Town. Wow! If, if that was a transfer fee, goodness me! Um, are you going to give a rude answer to that, Joe? Where's your Norway kit? I don't, I don't mind Norway. I'll get myself an Erling Haaland one once he signs for Ipswich. <laughs> join, the, join the line. Uh, Rob, Cook has said the EFL trophy won't be taken seriously, but judging by the number of players in the squad that could do with game time, do you think it will still be a fairly strong side? Um, I suspect Rob is, Rob is right there, and I, I suspect you can not take it too seriously, but still put out a strong side. I don't think, I don't think the two things contradict, do they? I'd, I'd, I'd hope... It is the case and that it, it's a similar team that went out in the sort of EFL Cup to Newport. I know we should have won that game, but we've got uh, we've, we've got um, sort of a proper 
11 players that you could play as a second 11 that would be really good but it's just a case I, it wouldn't surprise me if in the group stages it's not even that sort of team it's it's an under 23 team effectively that plays and sort of the, the team's there and the first team just don't drop down at all for it but we'll see I'd, I'd, I'd like to see a second 11 as opposed to a third 11 but it, it wouldn't surprise me if it is a third 11 there do you remember when we got really, really excited when Emma Hughes used to appear in the um, in the pizza cup and and, <laughs> and the like? Um, lots of comments about no cherry pickers on the on the pitch. Presumably, they can't get at it from any other angle other than uh, sticking a big truck on the pitch. So, when it, whenever I think of cherry pickers, I think of Michael Jackson hanging off the front with some couple of fans um, fans blasted. It, you know, we did have a, a world renowned. Pop star up there. Keep your questions coming in. Um, quick couple of plugs from us here. Pre-match show. Uh, Mikey is tab- tagging in for Seb on that one. So that will be Richard and um, Mikey on Friday. That will be out on the on the audio and on the channel here. The audio for this show, not that you care if you're watching it now, will be out tomorrow. And you also don't care about that if you're listening to it tomorrow because you already know that because you've got it, etc. Um, flagship show will be a fine trio here, a Brazil, Gates and Mariner, like of Richard, Craig and Joe, um, who is <laughs> this guy who's doubling up um, this week. So uh, fantastic. That is what's happening with the content this week. And very, very quickly, you can follow on Twitter. Uh, subscribe here on YouTube, follow on Instagram, Facebook, etc. And if you want to support financially, you could do that right now over on Super Chat. Just hit that dollar button right near where you leave your comments. So we need more of those. Get some more uh, questions in as we go. And please, guys, brilliant stuff so far. You can also support via our little PayPal thing and via the Acast supporter facility, which is um, inside the Acast podcast app. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. 
To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Um, I think we already maybe covered this um, and not going against what you've just said, do you reckon Morsi will play on Tuesday? That He could use that as a friendly as such without necessarily breaking the logic you just said, Joe. Yeah, I suppose the thing is with Morsi that he has played the last three or four Plenty. games in Middlesbrough, hasn't he? So it's it's not like he needs 90 minutes in his legs. He's he's ready for it, really. Sure. Um, in fact, there you go. Sindro has given us a team there. Hladke, Danassian, Wolfenden, Baggett, Penny, um, TC, Morsi. Thank you. Aluko. We've got, we've got so many players. I can't even remember who's side now. Uh, Chaplin, Barry, Norwood. Is that likely? It won't be that strong, will it? No, I wouldn't have thought so. I, I think it would be more likely to be probably Hladke playing and then, well, like I say, a, a few of those who play, but I, I don't see Tom Carroll playing. I don't see Connor Chaplin playing unless they need the minutes. Barry, I, I don't know. I think it's sort of more going to be a Jackson's, El Mazzuni's, that, that sort of level of player, but we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the game and hoping that we about a decent team. I think there was a sort of mention that it was a little bit naughty from the club who said that, oh, we're going to give you a free ticket to a cup game. You can go <laughs> to the Newport game in the EFL Cup and we're just just going to be putting you into the game against West Ham under-21s and that's the only your only um, chance to use this free cup ticket. So I'd be interested to hear what any season ticket holders think of that. There we go. Um, Gary, great to see George Edmondson train, hopefully. Are you excited to see um, Edmondson possibly um, on on Saturday or, or thereafter? Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one because I, I think that Wolfenden and Burgess are looking like they're making quite a decent partnership there. But but Edmondson has, has obviously been very much signed as a, you're going to play every game because you've been signed for the best part of a million quid and given sort of a big weekly wage and a four-year contract. So he's obviously been signed as a sort of serious player. And like I said, we've, we've just not seen any of him yet. But sort of you see some decent reports from the Rangers fans in sort of the European ties he played last year. He seems a really good character when you see the coffee chats he did. And from all the all that's been said, it sounded like he was very close to playing against or being available to be selected in the Wimbledon game, which, is, which will be two weeks ago on Saturday. And then you end up, so you'd assume, unless he's had any further setbacks, which you hope isn't the case, he'll be ready to play this Saturday. So it gives Paul Cook a big decision to make. Keep your questions coming in the chat, guys. Brilliant, brilliant stuff uh, so far. Keep that full and we'll answer as many as possible. Uh, Chris, uh, when it says Chris Himpleman, I think of Harvey Whippleman, who was a character on wrestling when I was young. Um, any thoughts? He was like a Weasley manager, Joe. Any thoughts on why Luco has looked so far off it in his appearances so far? Uh, didn't he train all pre He didn't train all preseason. He was one that went in with um, Ravel Morrison and um, Steerman, I think, um, and Bulldog in their trade. He wasn't there the whole time, so he may not have, certainly wouldn't have done a lot of the proper tracked. Um, fitness stuff, um, but yeah, any any theory on on a Luco, uh, Joe? Well, he looked really poor, didn't he, against Newport? He'd only signed a couple of days before then, and that was sort of a real aberration of a performance. But I, I didn't think he was that bad when he came on against AFC Wimbledon. I thought he won the ball back two or three times, but he's just 
maybe trying a bit too hard. But there's obviously, like I say, you've you've obviously seen a lot more of him in the championship than I have. But was he was he good in the championship? I know Reading well, paid seven and a half million for him at one point. Don't, but... don't talk to Reading fans about that. Honestly, Joe, you've probably seen the best of him in the without having covered the championship like I have. I remember Fulham coming down. I think Chris Martin put a free kick in and Bart kind of um, didn't quite dive into the corner. And uh, do, you, do you remember that game? I'm, I'm, I'm trying of, to recall yeah. it. I remember yeah. Bart sort of sliding on his knees getting across there. Yeah, I, I don't think he's been championship viable much for the past few seasons to be to be blindly honest, but always had a big reputation. And back then it was, it, it's, this is all very Alan Judgey. It, it, it was, he was more a top end championship player who you think could go higher, but no, I can't, um, I can't, um, I can't say he's been, he's been viable since. Um, can you see any of the current players to, to become legends? Like, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means, Joe? I guess it's, um, not a 1981 UEFA Cup winner or right. that sort of player. So a sort of legend in the sort of Luke Chambers category as opposed to a um, Paul Mariner or John Walk category. I'd, I'd, I'd guess, but I'm sure Sindre can confirm if that's the case. But on that note, I, I don't know, really. Does it feel a bit more played so few games, haven't the they? Moment, and, Joe. And, well, yeah, you, you hope that we go, we sort of turn sort of within most of these players are on three to four year contracts that by the end of their contracts some will have moved on and the others you hope that was the point I was gonna make as we're at a top end championship clubs and which one which of these players have the capability to be a top end championship club top sorry top end championship player. I think you'd say probably George Edmondson when you look at his age and his calibre is probably one that could Harper. do it if he Yeah Rakeem Harper, Kyle Edwards, um well sort of Macaulay Bond if if we can keep hold of him. But uh, any of these players going to be good enough to go through the whole the whole journey with us? I don't know. Um, I've got a feeling we're going to be talking about Mark Fish in about five seconds' time. Um, HCH worst worst debut since since Newville. Is this? Is uh, we we should make a, a a list video for this, shouldn't we? I don't worst think it was Newville's debut when he was that bad away at Crawley. I think it was. I think it was just a game later on in his career where he was god awful. Surely the worst one was Ulrich Le Pen, wasn't it? If you injure yourself and you never play again within about five minutes. But yeah, it doesn't take much for me to bring up um, Ulrich Le Pen. Uh, Joe, apparently you were spot on and your tan is delicious. I think it's the lighting. I I did go for a walk on Felixstowe Beach last night, which which was glistening in early September. Uh, Keep your questions coming. Joe, what's your first reaction when you see that image uh, there of the league table? Oh, it's just disgraceful, isn't it? When you when you see it's in the relegation zone of League One, I know it. I know it's early in the season, but this is if if you think we haven't been in the third tier until this spell for fifty seven years. In the last two seasons, we've started like a house on fire. This is the lowest position Ipswich Town have ever been in the league table in probably ninety percent of the people watching this or listening to lifetime, the lowest position we've ever been in. So it really is. You really hope we win on Saturday because it does feel like every time we think we're at rock bottom, we find a new, <laughs> we find a new low to sink to, but, um, but we'll see. Um, do you drink sunny delight? Not, no. not anymore. No, 
Not no. since I saw how many E numbers were in it. <laughs> Just give it to you boys, yeah. Um, how would Lambo do with this current squad? Um, yeah. uh, no, rubbish. He'd <laughs> lost at Lambert, so I think it... Um, there's, there's no chance he'd been able to turn it around with anyone. I think he was just too far gone here. I say he just wasn't a good manager anymore, sadly. Um, according to what happened at the keep moat last night, I should get your money on Ipswich to get the first win of the season with Rotherham not putting out the first. This, what was it, Doncaster? Oh, Doncaster uh, beat Rotherham 6 0, didn't they? Other way beat Doncaster 6 yeah. 0. So yeah. Maybe that have... is when we get our first win, Doncaster, at the end of the month. Oh no, that's that's far too far away. Um, just quickly, Joe, do you think Lambert will manage to sweet talk some championship owner or someone? I don't know, Bundesliga's Vi owner um, into into another job. I don't know because he doesn't seem to have the only sort of judging on sort of what I've seen and heard from him. Ipswich, he doesn't seem to have the sort of heart for it anymore, and he's obviously earning. Sort of very good money here, very good money at Stoke beforehand. But where's it? Where's the next level that he's going to drop to? Somewhere where you're probably earning the sort of wages he was earning 20 years ago at the start of his career. He's obviously mm. a very wealthy guy now. He's sort of, how old is he? I don't know, 50, mid 50s. I, I, I don't guess. know what age he is, but he used to play for Borussia Dortmund. Oh, okay, well, I'd, I'd wonder if he was there when they won the European Cup in 1997. But He was. Just, okay, just a he guess. He was, yeah, he was. No, so good was guess, what, like well done. 20, 25 years ago, so he's, he's got to be sort of 50s now. And I just, I, I don't see, he, he doesn't seem to love management anymore, which is difficult to um, to see to see where he's going to drop down to. Because to, you're, you're talking like a Colchester United or some, someone of that level. And, yeah. They're, they're a job for an up-and-coming manager who's trying to get up the ladder, not someone falling down. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just tries to do a bit more on the TV because I, I know he's sort of keen on the sort of the media side of it because he's popped up on that a few times looking at Scottish football and German football. So I'd, I'd wonder I'd wonder where he ends up. Like Chris has just put there joining Jewel and Keane in the managerial graveyard, yeah. I think mm. Ipswich has ended a lot of careers, hasn't it, in the Marcus well, Evans era? hasn't ended Roy Keane's TV career. He's... He is numbers, ratings for Sky, isn't he? They blooming yeah. love him. Uh, Nick, oh, general one there. How many grounds have you been to? I think I've been to between 40 and 50, but because I'm, you know, I'm old now, um, I went to like the old Oxford ground and the old Man City ground, the old <laughs> Arsenal ground, the, a, a load of, I, I, I would have quite a few more, but they've all been, I went to the old Reading. I went to the old uh, Didcot. How many have you been to, Joe? Um, of the current 92, I've been to 58. So I'll just check that. Um, and I've also been to, like you say, Highbury and a number of grounds on the continent when I used to follow England throughout Europe and been to major tournaments. So probably probably somewhere around 80 if I was to include all the grounds I've been to, sort of professional games. But yeah, 58 of the current 92. Uh, Joe, can you answer this question? Because to facilitate the next question, I'm going to have to get the card from behind me because someone's asked about it uh can you see norwood leaving in january joe i could and I, I could also see norwood scoring 10 goals between between now and january if, if he gets a chance because he is a, he is a player that will that will score that will score goals if he gets chances and like i say if, if he's back in the squad and coming off the bench i think he's a player that like i say he could he could do nothing between now and january and, and leave or he could score 10 goals there and be our main man for the second half of the season but 
I just don't um, just don't know how it's going to go with him. But the only the only thing I'd say, not for certainty, but for almost certainty, is I can't see him joining another League One club in January. I think if he goes, it will be to a League Two club or to a Scottish Premier club. I just don't see that Paul Cook or Mark Ashton even would allow Norwood to go to one of our potential rivals for promotion because with the sort of character that Norwood is, you just know that he would sort of cause us problems in the second half of the season. And I think that's probably why he's still here at the moment because no one outside league, the top Better of league the one. the devil can, you know. Yeah, no one outside the top of league one can afford him. And I just don't see that we'd, we'd risk sending him there. Um, Mark has asked about the the lovely card here. So we can do a little quiz. You're not allowed to answer, Joe, because you're a bit of a savant with things like this. These are not actually my stats. They have been lifted from another footballer. So I'll put them up there. And if anyone thinks they can figure out whose stats I've um, I've, I've lifted there, go for it. Uh, you can hit pause on the screen. I should move 95 on on passing is, is, is impressive. You're not allowed to answer. Jokers, you'll just get it right. But yeah, and I should probably give a little a cards plug who sponsored um my uh championship channel, uh, provided me with that. Have I used my aero press? Not me personally, but the other person that lives in my house most definitely has bits. Thank you very, very much. Right. Uh, any final thought from you, Joe, ahead of Bolton and ahead of this next batch of games before we say farewell? Well, we've had two weeks on the training ground, we've got all the new signings in. We've just got to win. We're just desperate to win. Like I don't, I don't care how it happens Saturday, but if we, if we can win, and if we could keep a clean sheet as well after sort of letting in two goals in every game of the season so far, I think it would just oh, be it. such a lift. But then I said all this before the Wimbledon game. But yeah, just it's bloody get, win. Starting to get like that Ricky Gervais gag, isn't it? Um, Twelve pine chips. I don't know where to start. Ten pine chips. So two goals conceded. One goal conceded, maybe. Mm. Uh, that's improvement. Oh, Peter. Did you get that, Joe? No, I thought it was would have been championship related, so I was going to go for Pablo Hernandez. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's got 95 passes in the championship, but Peter is right. Um, yes, um, obviously I'm not comparing myself in any way to the great Andrea Pirlo. There we go. Apart from right, hair, hair volume. Uh, voluminous hair, yes, um, but um, my football skills are... I'm, I'm probably as chilled out as him in in terms of my status as a as a chilled out entertainer, but um, yeah, not not the skill. Um, Bits, you very kind man. Four pound forty nine on the super chat. Thank you very very much. We will put that towards our coffers and our bills over here at um, Blue Monday Towers. Um, thank you everybody for joining again. Uh, Friday the pre match show will be Richard and Mikey, and then the flagship uh, will be Richard, Craig, and Joe. And then we're going to go crazy into a couple of three game weeks, I think, for the next um, for the next few weeks. Can Pirlo host a success? Well, you tell me, Richard. You you tell me. I I think does he still manage Juventus, uh, Joe? Probably probably what drove him on, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, uh, HH. The Bambino is lovely and uh, being looked after by the ever um, supportive Shaley. Although she did do a bit of an explosive dump. Uh, earlier so that that wasn't fun i was on washing duty for that you don't want to hear about that um say goodbye joe goodbye everybody and we will see you all very soon
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.